never let a good crisis go to waste. So naturally, one of the first things the new democratically controlled House looked to take on was this antiquated thing we call the Electoral College. Democratic Tennessee Representative Steve Cohn introduced a bill to abolish the Electoral College within the first 24 hours of his party taking control. After all, it is the only way that that Trump dude got into office, and that can't ever happen again. What do the numbers tell us about the need for the abolition of the Electoral College, though? Let's start with this number, 5, which is the number of presidents elected by winning the Electoral College, but not the popular vote, ever. Put another way, 91% of all of the presidential elections in the history of this country have had the same winner of the Electoral College and the popular vote. But what about this number, 2, as in two of those five elections mentioned before have happened in just the first 16 years of this century? There's no denying that number being true. But a very similar situation happened way back in 1876 and 1888, and then it didn't happen again until the 2000 election. Finally, there's this number, 6. That's the number of states that are more populous than one county in California, LA County. If we were to switch to a strictly popular vote, LA County and its nearly 75% voting bloc for the Democratic Party would effectively serve to cancel out the votes of people in one state alone. Now multiply that over the various large metropolitan centers and tell me how that jives with this thing called federalism, where the minority was to be protected from the tyranny of the majority. The numbers suggest that this movement is a complete overreaction to recent times, and history suggests the polarization we feel today will not last. Perhaps it's wise to let history and numbers be our guide here and fight against this movement. This has been By the Numbers. I'm Andrew Coppins. You can follow me on Twitter at The Coppins Show.